0: in common with Claire Barnett, Sakakawea, Harriet Tubman, Amelia Earhart, and Calamity Jane, with they're all fabulous females. Now Mr. Lewis's fifth grade class would be talking about them all. First up is Hayden Lumen and Matthew with Amelia Earhart, early years. Hi, I'm Matthew Watson, and have you ever wanted to fly? Well, you can feel sky high listening to Amelia Earhart, the first female pilot. That's right, Matthew. Amelia was born on July 24th, 1897 in Actus, Kansas. But in Amelia's early years, she really wasn't that interested in playing. She liked basketball and tree climbing and a lot better. But one day when she and her friend went to an air show and one of the pilots wanted to scare them by flying right at them, Amelia didn't move. That's when she realized flying was perfect for her. And those are some facts you probably didn't know about Amelia Earhart's early years. Have you ever heard of Amelia Earhart, one of the first-ever women pilots? No, I haven't. Who is she? Well, Etta, she was the first-ever women pilot to fly across the Atlantic Ocean, a true pioneer. Oh, yeah. Now I remember. She was a real daredevil. Definitely. How about I tell you a little bit more about her? Sure. I'm all ears. Her whole life, she was very daring. Once, as a child, she was sledding and a horse carriage came in her path, but she used her quick thinking, so right when it was about to hit her, she ducked. Whoa, she was really cunning. I heard that once when she was in an air show, a pilot tried to scare her by flying his plane really close. She didn't even flinch. Wow, that must have been pretty amazing. I totally would have ran away. Next up is Tyler, Kirian and Cheyenne with major accomplishments. Take it away, Tyler. Tyler and Kiri here, interviewing Cheyenne as Amelia Earhart. So Amelia, what do you think was your best flight? My best flight was from California to Hawaii in 1935, and I was glad to be on land after a long flight. What flight was your longest? My flight in 1928 across the vast Atlantic Ocean was a long journey for me because it took 40 hours and 20 minutes. In your opinion, what was your most grueling flight? My flight from Mexico to New Jersey, was the hardest ever because I didn't make any stops along the way. How does it feel to be a woman American hero? I'm happy to help people, especially women, follow their dreams and do what they truly want to do no matter what. Was it scary to fly over the Atlantic by yourself? Yes. When I was on land, I was so relieved I was still alive, I almost kissed the ground. Well, thanks, Amelia, for letting us interview you. And now to Truck Sophia and the Harriet Tubman Group. Thanks, Tyler. Today I'm joined with Sophia Isaac Cooper-Brian Gosai. Have you ever wondered about Harriet Tubman's early life? Well, Harriet Tubman was born in Maryland around 1820 or 1821 and was a servant when she was five and then was sold to a new owner. Now to Sophia. Thanks, Chuck. Did you ever know that Harriet Tubman had a really bad head injury? Well, Harriet Tubman had a, was a field slave when she was a teenager, and one time she got in between an argument with her owner, and he then threw a heavy weight at her head. Ouch! That must have really hurt. Most likely. I know it would hurt if it happened to me. Now, on to Cooper and Brian. Thanks, Sophia and Truck. I'll keep that in mind. Now, let's switch gears to Harriet's family life. Harriet was six of eleven children. Wow, dinner was probably tough. I know, right, Brian? When Harriet was 30, she heard that she was going going to be moved from her family to a different owner. But Harriet didn't like that idea, so she escaped to go to the North for freedom. Harriet knew she was putting her life in danger, but she had a good chance of surviving. Harriet helped 300 slaves get to free land. They used the Underground Railroad. But then, Brian, what is the Underground Railroad? The Underground Railroad had slaves that were in hidden boxes, and they were transported to safe houses until they reached the North. Now back to you, Cooper. Thanks, Brian. Do you want to know an interesting fact? If you caught and turned in Harriet, you would get $40,000, which is a lot of money at that time. Now back to you, Brian. Thank you, Cooper. Would you feel sad if you were taken away from your parents because of slavery? Well, Harriet did, and to top things off, Harriet was six when this happened and was taken away in a wagon. And now to Isaac and Gosai with Harriet's major accomplishments. Have you ever wanted to lead people to freedom? Well, Harriet Tubman did that. She led over 300 people to the North. Isn't that amazing, Gosai? Without a doubt. She also helped the Union team of the North. Now to Gosai with more facts about major accomplishments Harriet Tubman did. Thanks, Isaac, for telling us what she did to make America the promised land. Hi, my name is Gosa, and I will be talking about the Underground Railroad and the people that helped Harriet Tubman. The Underground Railroad was a tractor that led to the North with safe houses. Harriet probably hadn't done it without the Underground Railroad, but these people, William and Thomas Garrett, helped Harriet to make America the Promised Land. Thomas Garrett was a white man that hated slavery. These people were called abolitionists. Thomas claims that he freed about 2,500 slaves. While on the other side, William was a black man that people called him the father of the Underground Railroad. He claims that he freed about 649 slaves. Isn't that a lot of slaves, Isaac? Gee, that's a lot. Now to Petita and Hannah with early life of Calamity Jane. Have you ever thought of being a cowgirl, a rebel, and a performer? Well, Calamity Jane was all of it. I'm here with James Hayden, Hannah, Sarah, Lexi, and Katie, and we'll be sharing with you her amazing, interesting life. I wonder how her early life was like. Let's ask Hannah. Well, you come to the right place. In the beginning of her life, she was born on May 1st, 1, 1852 in Princeton, Missouri. She was born with the name Martha Jane Canary and was the of six children. Now back to you, Batita. That was great, Hannah. Now I know how her early life was like. Now I'll be sh- Now I'll be sharing with you her family life. Her parents, Robert and Charlotte, and her siblings moved to Virginia City in Montana. Sadly, in the first year, her parents died. She started off with women chores, but she thought it was so boring, she disguised herself as a young man to do more fun jobs, like travel, ride horses, and lead herds of oxen. I hope you learned more about Calamity Jane. Now to Katie, Lexi, and Sarah with major accomplishments. Hello, this is Sarah, and I'm here with Lexi and Katie, and we're going to tell you about Calamity Jane's greatest accomplishments. I'm going to start off with a story of when Calamity Jane traveled with the United States Army. The reason of the Army traveling with Calamity Jane was because she was on a very dangerous mission. So the Army traveled ahead of the people and warned them of any possible danger or danger that was already in their path. This was a very great and memorable accomplishment for Calamity Jane. Now to Lexi with a little bit more of the Army side of Calamity Jane's background, and thank you for tuning in. Hi, I am Lexi. Have you ever wondered how Calamity Jane got her name Calamity? Well, Calamity actually means disaster. Let me tell you how she got her name. One day at Goose Creek, Wyoming, Calamity Jane headed back to a military base camp with Captain Egan. They got ambushed by a group of Indians. Captain was shot and began to fall off his horse. Calamity Jane rode back to grab him and safely took him back to camp. When he recovered, he told you, I name you Calamity Jane, the heroine of the plains. That is how Calamity Jane got her name. Now, here is Katie with another major accomplishment. Hi, I'm Katie, and I'm going to tell you about the smallpox in Deadwood. The incident happened in 1878. What happened was a disease started spreading through Deadwood, Montana. Calamity was not scared of getting the deadly disease so she wanted to help the sick men and women even though smallpox was extremely contagious. Calamity Jane saved a young boy with smallpox which at the time had no cure. Luckily Calamity Jane never got the disease. Thanks for listening. Now to James and Hayden with interesting facts about Calamity Jane. Hi I'm James and I'm joined by this strange weirdo. Hey I have a name. It is Hayden B. or Hayden Buchanan. Oh, well, while you're here, you might as, we might as well talk about Calamity Jane, a very interesting person. I heard she even wore men's clothes, and at the time she was expected to wear dresses. Wow, I didn't know that. But did you know that she may have worked for General Custer, a famous general at that time? Whoa, I never knew that. Did you know that she performed in several Wild West shows? No, I didn't, but I think we should all agree that she did live a good life. Yeah, me too. I would have loved to meet her. Well, look at the time. Looks like our segment's over. Now to Caitlin talking about Sacagawea. Thanks, Katie. I'm Carrot, and today I'm with Potato and Tomato, and we'll be talking about Sacagawea's childhood. Sacagawea was also called Sacagawea and Bird Woman. Question number one goes to Tomato. Where and when was Sacagawea born? Sacagawea was born between 1788 and 1790. She was born in Shoshone in present-day Idaho, near the Bitterroot Range of the Rocky Mountains. That was a great answer, Tomato. Question number two also goes to Tomato. What did Sacagawea eat, and what did she live in? She would eat seeds, berries, roots, and insects. In summer, she would eat fish, and in fall, her tribe would hunt bison, jackrabbits, and antelope. She lived in a teepee. Wow, must have been cold in that little teepee. Question number three goes to Potato. Did she always live in that cold little teepee? No, at the... At around the age of 10 or 11, she was kidnapped by a neighboring tribe called the Hidatsa. They made her a slave until she was married at the age of 16 to a fur trader named Charbonneau. Two or three years later, she had a baby named Jean Baptiste. It was French. Next up is Aiden and Caleb with some cool facts about Sacaga- Sacagawea. Wow, that was fascinating, Ava. I'm Caleb, and I'm here with Aiden, and we're here to present to you some interesting facts about Sacagawea. What's our first fact, Aiden? Thanks, Caleb. If she hadn't been with the Corps of Discovery, I probably wouldn't have survived. She helped so much with navigating, finding food, and interpretation with other tribes. Back to you, Caleb. Wow, I never realized that, but that's probably why she's so famous today. Speaking of, if you're a coin collector, keep an eye out, because there's a certain type of dollar coin which bears a picture of Sacagawea carrying her baby. Aiden, what's our final fact? Caleb, did you know that Sacagawea was kidnapped in the same raid of the Hadzas that her mother was killed in? She was? That's just sad. Well, that's it for interesting facts. Now let's hear about some of Sacagawea's major accomplishments. Hey, Sierra, what were some of her major accomplishments? Thanks, Caleb. Now Taylor and I are going to drop some Sacagawea major accomplishments on you. Do you know a 16-year-old Shoshone girl who traveled along with Lewis and Clark wearing a baby on her back? Well, I do. That girl is a good Julia. Not only that, but she was also the only woman that traveled with the Corps of Discovery. She was very calm and skillful. One time, their boat tipped over, and while everybody panicked, Sacagawea stayed calm and... Splash! She dove and saved the important belongings. After that, she was well-respected among the men. Sadly, that's the end of the Sacagawea segment. Now to Karen and Taiji with the Clara Barton segment. Thanks, Taylor. Hello, I'm Karen, and I'm joined here today with Taiji. Are you ready to go back in time to December twenty fifth, 1821, when Clara Barton was born, I am. This here from Taiji about her early years. Did you know she was the youngest of five children? She even ride a horse when she was young. She also liked using a rifle. Back to Karen. Thanks, Taiji, That was great. Do you also know that she was very shy when she was young? Isn't that amazing for someone who worked in the middle of a battlefield? Well, that's it for now. Now on to Alba and Leticia with some interesting facts. Thanks, Thanks, Karen. Karen. Hi, Hi. my name's Leticia. And my name is Alva. And And today, today, we're we're going going to talk about Clara Barton. Do you get shy around people? Well, famous Civil War nurse Clara was shy, just like you. And that in the Civil War, they used corn husks. To stop bleeding wounds and that Clara Barton was the only one that used bandages? When Clara was in the Civil War getting a soldier some water, she bent down and a bullet shot right through her shirt. Now to Gio and Alex with major accomplishments. That was great, Alba. There were some great facts in there, but now I have some fabulous facts to share today. Clara started one of the first free public schools in New Jersey. Today, there are more than... 2,492 public schools in New Jersey. Clara spoke as many as 14 times a month and earned 75 to to $100 for each lecture. Now to Giovanni. Hi, my name is Giovanni and I will talk about major accomplishment of Clara Barton. She worked hard to bring the Red Cross to the United States. She showed the government official how the organization could help people during peacetime as well as during the war. Now to truck with our closing. I hope you learned some facts about Clara Barton, Clementine Jane, Sacagawea, Harriet Tupman, and Amelia Earhart. Stay tuned for the next episode of CougarCast. Bye.